Welcome to this week's episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. On this week's episode, we look into who are the real black Jews and how the basketball player Kyrie Irving is not one of them. Let's get started. In our last podcast, we discussed the issue of the black Hebrew Israelites and the growing movement within North America to co-opt the Jewish religion by black supremacist groups. Following our last podcast, we received many questions about the differences between black Hebrew Israelite groups and African Jews. There are, in fact, very large differences. There's some great work being done by many people, including the activist and filmmaker Rudy Rockman in order to rediscover some of these lesser-known African Jewish communities and their history. The project he is working on is called We Were Never Lost, referring to the idea of being the lost tribes of Israel. This idea is also one of the things that is being used by the black Hebrew Israelites to claim connection to the Jewish religion. One of the largest groups of Jews from Africa, and most well-known, is the Ethiopian Jewish community. One of the reasons why these particular Jews are so well-known is because of Israel's attempt to protect and save the Jewish lives from harm and possible genocide. This was the Israeli Defense Force's first major mission to fulfill their responsibility to protect Jews from harm all around the world. In 1984 and 1991, in Operations Moses and Solomon, the Israelis airlifted enormous numbers of Ethiopian Jews from harm to the state of Israel. They also provided them with citizenship and social support. This was not the only rescue mission involving the Ethiopian Jews. A much lesser known story about the Ethiopian Jews goes back to World War II, when Ethiopian Jewish leaders pressed the emperor of Ethiopia to welcome Jewish refugees from Europe. While many details remain unknown about the 1943 effort to save European Jews, there is no question that the Ethiopian Jews understood the plight of the Jews worldwide and hoped to open their own homes and villages to their European counterparts. The history and the claims of the Ethiopian Jewish community go back to biblical times. In the 1990s, with the use of DNA research, scientists began to try to prove the claims of the Ethiopian Jews and their historical connection to Israel and the Jewish people. The findings indicate that the world's Jews share biological roots with the Ethiopian Jewish community, not just cultural and religious ties. In many cases, these analyses have confirmed what scholars have already gleaned from archaeological finds and historical accounts. The study suggests that, quote, the work demonstrates a shared genetic history among the Jews of North Africa and strengthens the case for a biological basis for Jewishness. The analysis showed that all North African Jews were descended from the forebearers in the Middle East, supporting the hypothesis that the biblical era Israelites, among Phoenician traders, established colonies along the North African coast. What this is suggesting, of course, is that it is likely that there are some Jewish merchants among the Phoenician traders who moved into North Africa. A common DNA signature also shows that some groups are closer genetically to their European Jewish brethren than expected. The Jews of Ethiopia are so distantly related to other Jews that their community must have been founded by only a few itinerant workers who converted local people to Judaism and then married within the local population. It also suggests the founding was more than 2,000 years ago. On the west coast of the African continent, another lesser-known group of African Jews are in Nigeria. The Nigerian Igbo Jews also practice Judaism, very similar to the way that we practice all around the world. Jewish life has been documented in parts of Nigeria since the pre-colonial period, but it is not documented if the Igbo had claimed Israelite descendants or practiced Judaism in pre-colonial times. 
Some from the scientific community, including historians, archaeologists, historical linguists, have argued against the Ebo's claims to Jewish lineage, though there was no doubt that Jews were present in the Saharan trade centers during the first millennium. There's no evidence that the Igbo people of today were connected to this historical Jewish population. According to a study in 2017, scientists were unable to find a genetic connection between the Igbo populations and other Jewish DNA markers. Unlike the Ethiopians, the Igbo cannot prove their genetic connection. However, they can clearly prove their religious connection. Many of these Igbo today suggest that they have always known and felt that they were part of a Jewish community and have aimed to reconnect with their history that was once lost. If you are to see and hear the practices of the Igbo, they practice Judaism in the same way as all their fellow Jews around the world. Their prayers are spoken in the same way. The religious practices, including kosher food and circumcision, are identical. Whether the blood connection can be proven or not, these are observant and practicing Jewish people and are part of the world Jewish community. Their connection and bond is unquestioned. Jews who practice Judaism are Jews. When we return, we will look into yet another African-American celebrity trying to suggest that he's a Jew with the help of an Amazon documentary. We'll be right back on the Jewish Diaspora Report. In our previous segment, we saw some examples of African Jewish populations. We also saw that even though not all African Jewish communities can tie their history to their DNA, but these groups are practicing observant Jews nonetheless. Following the recent horrible anti-Semitic tirades of Kanye West that we discussed in our previous podcast, we saw a rise in anti-Semitism and hate against Jews. But more shockingly, we've seen another African-American celebrity openly share views similar to Kanye West. Kanye seems to have made it okay to share these views of the black Hebrew Israelites in public and on social media. Fellow celebrity and basketball player Kyrie Irving has been called out and suspended from his NBA team for recent tweets promoting anti-Semitic ideas. His recent post online showed a photo of his television screen playing a well-documented anti-Semitic documentary on Amazon claiming that there's five myths that the Jews promote for nefarious purposes. This included the reprehensible idea that the Jews of today are creating and promoting the myth that six million Jews were murdered in the Holocaust for some type of control over others. Not only did Kyrie do the exact same thing that Kanye did by refusing to apologize until the last moment before his suspension, he also acted like Kanye when he was being held to account for his promotion of these ideas. Here's a clip of what he said in response to being asked about what he's promoting on his social media. Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have to understand anything from you. It's not me. Nothing. By posting no people what that you're making did. up, bro. Move on. But by posting Move what on. you Next did. question. Anybody is going to look more at questions it and they're going to say, you guys have any more questions? This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, this is another answering your question. Oh my God, let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. You can see the similarities to Kanye and his attempts to put fingers in his ears and say la 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 when being pressed about his ideas and his actions. In another clip, Kyrie also said when questioned if he holds anti-Semitic views... I think what people want to hear, though, is just a yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Here we have a nearly word-for-word -word statement like Kanye West, exclaiming that he cannot be anti-Semitic because he knows where he comes from. This is a much more underhanded and secret way of saying the same thing that Kanye said, I can't be anti-Semitic because I'm Jew. Instead, he's saying, I can't be anti-Semitic 
because I know where my roots are from. I am a Jew. This is a not-so-subtle reference to the exact topic of this documentary, which promotes the black Hebrew-Israelite ideology. The irony, of course, is that he said endlessly that he did not support the ideas of that documentary, the hateful lies that he posted on a social media account. Yet at the same time, he suggests that he believes in the exact ideology that the movie represents. For anyone who has not heard of Kyrie Irving before, like Kanye West, he is a history of controversial statements. From conspiracy theories about pandemics and vaccines, to believing that the Earth is flat. After some pushback, he eventually had to apologize for the flat Earth issue and claim publicly that he had gone down the rabbit hole of YouTube and began to wrongly believe in some conspiracy theories. I'm not sure if this is why he began to believe in and promote the black Hebrew Israelite ideology. Maybe he saw a few too many videos on YouTube, or apparently Amazon. The fact that more and more high-profile African Americans are supporting this fringe and dangerous idea and promoting it to their millions of followers is scary. Kyrie's suspension is not going to solve the issue of promoting a hateful ideology, nor is his refusal to properly apologize or discredit the ideology. Clearly from his responses in the media, he has no regrets and fully accepts the black Hebrew-Israelite ideology. Will we continue to see a rise in this hate group as more celebrities are coming out and publicly supporting it? Should the world begin to look at these people like we used to look at the white supremacy groups of the past, people like the KKK? But the biggest question of the modern day is, what do we do when one minority group promotes hate against another? Which side do these liberals choose to take? Who do you stand up against? When we come back, we will discuss a Jewish African American who's begun to speak out against this hate towards Jews from his own community. We'll be right back on the Jewish Diaspora Report. In response to Kyrie Irving, the media has had many hot takes on the topic. One of the best that I have seen so far is from the former NBA player and member of the coaching staff of the team that Kyrie Irving plays for, Amari Stoudemire. On a television show, Stoudemire said about Kyrie's comments, I mean, my initial reaction was, what I've noticed throughout the years of Kyrie is that he's a guy who's really trying to find his identity, right? He's on his quest of searching for information and and knowledge, and while acquiring this type of information, he got to be more mindful of doing more research, checking your sources, reviewing before you actually, you know, promote anything. It. Right, exactly. And I think that's something that Kyrie's probably lacking right now is that he's not really doing the full vetting of what he's promoting, and I think that's getting him into trouble. Amari Stoudemire has a unique perspective as a black former NBA player who converted to Judaism in 2018 and officially became an African-American Jew. As a former NBA player, coach, and black Jew, he can speak to the issue on a level of understanding that many of us never could. Interestingly, Stoudemire also has some unique insights into the black Hebrew Israelites. According to his biography, he was raised as a Baptist, but his mother was associated with the black Hebrew Israelites. In a 2010 interview, he said, quote, I have been aware since my youth that I am a Hebrew through my mother. And that is something that has played a subtle but important role in my development. When he was asked if there was a chance that he was Jewish, he said, quote, I think through history, we all are, end quote. I think that this was in reference to the black Hebrew Israelite understanding of we all are, meaning Africans. Stoudemire wanted to get a better understanding of his heritage. So he visited Israel, and when in Israel, he met with Israeli President Shimon Peres, who urged him to join the Israeli national basketball team. And in April 2018, he reportedly began converting to Judaism. 
By March 2019, he received Israeli citizenship and adopted the name Yehoshaphat ben Avraham. He formally converted to Judaism through the rabbinical court on August 26, 2020. Amari admits that growing up as a black Hebrew Israelite made him want to understand more about Judaism. Rather than doing what many celebrities today are doing, just claiming to be Jew, he went to the source and studied Jewish history and Judaism until he began his new life as an Orthodox Jew. Many celebrities seem to want to steal the Jewish birthright, culture, and history by claiming themselves to be the real Jews. Maybe more black Hebrew Israelites should consider putting their efforts where their mouths are, like in the case of Amari Stoudemire, and consider working to understand Jewish history and culture, and if they still feel connected to the Jewish culture, they can convert and be Jews. In the end, we are seeing a level of comfort that the black Hebrew Israelites are having when speaking openly about their hateful ideology. Sadly, none of this is new. Throughout history, people have always liked hearing that they are superior to others by some birthright, and that the issues that they are facing are not really their fault or responsibility. It is some group of people who are stealing from you. This is one of the main lessons that we learn from every genocide in the past. However, the black Hebrew Israelites have found a way to try and steal the best qualities about Judaism without having to do the work, which is always an appealing thing. What is more sad is to see the media, the NBA, and others struggle to act against this hate. We saw days of conferencing and going back and forth with Kanye and Kyrie before actions were taken. It took their respective sponsors, teams, etc. days of debate on how to handle this. Why does it take so long when they're dealing with issues of anti-Semitism, but seems instant when it's any other form of hate? Whether it's Amari Stoudemire converting to Judaism, the Igbo of Nigeria re-establishing their Jewish practices, or the Ethiopian Jews that can trace their DNA back to ancient Jewish communities, we are all Jews. Being Jewish is rarely ever easy. It takes a great deal of work. However, like Kanye and others point out, it is an incredible community filled with love, compassion, support, and brotherhood. If you want to be a real black Jew, the door is always open. You just have to be willing to do the work. This has been another episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. Don't forget to check us out on social media at jdr.podcast and check out our other episodes on your favorite podcast source. We'll see you next time.